Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode and today is day two of drywalling, mudding and taping technically, um, all the um, units for the investment property that I'm building out. Um, so yesterday um, I was extremely rusty on mudding and taping. Um, the last time I mudded and taped was my own home um, that I built, I think it was like four years ago, somewhere around there. And um, to say the least, I was definitely rusty. Oh man, and I knew I was, but you know, you just got to jump in and and go for it, right? So um, I started with room number five, or unit number five, or apartment number five, or whatever you want to call it, because um, we do have five units here. Um, and it took me a little bit to get going on it again, to you know, because the last thing you want to do is add way too much mud right and then the other thing is too you don't want to scrape off way too much mud right so it's kind of like a fine line between everything um after i started doing the first um two or three tape lines of mudding and taping um it started coming back to me um so it's looking actually pretty good the first room i would say is 90 percent complete um on the um, mudding and taping about 90 percent um I went ahead and did my first coat um, on my corners and uh, you know all the joints and everything. Um, I still have the ceiling. The ceiling has one long joint left and two small joints, um, but I did I did do some of the ceiling. Um, all my screw holes have a second coat on it already, and um, some of the ones that I did yesterday, the the taping of the joints and stuff, now have a second coat of. Um, mud on them already um so this first i mean this the fifth room or fifth unit i keep getting mixed up because there's so many units um the fifth unit is definitely coming along uh, like i said it's probably about 90 percent complete there's still a lot of work to do in here um, but what i'm doing now is jumping around to all the other rooms because it takes time for the mud to completely dry before you can do anything and you know you're gonna have to put your first coat and then your skin coat over and in some cases a third coat depending on you know how bad the walls are out or the panels are not lining up or you know imperfections or whatever it may be so with that said i'm now going to multiple rooms at the same time like i'll do the same joints in all the rooms that way i have time for those joints to completely dry up right so i can multitask multiple rooms now um, which is also taking, you know, a lot of energy uh, and my hands and my wrists are killing me, man. Um, but, um, you know, this is what has to be done. So, um, yeah, the first room, or sorry, the fifth room is 90% complete. The other four rooms, um, you know, like I said, I just got started on those rooms today. Um, but I'm jumping around and I'm trying to do all the seams that I can do at the same time. Um, that way, by the time I come back tomorrow, they'll be dry and ready for their second um, skin coat. Um, but there's still a lot of ceiling to do, a lot of the ceiling corners to do. In fact, I didn't do any ceiling corners yet. I did the corners of the walls, but not the corners of the ceilings yet. Uh, that takes a little time. That's the one I'm kind of dreading the most. It's just because it's in a corner. Um, but yeah, um, any um, spots that I have that is a void... That's, uh, you know, not too big, but tolerable where I can fill it in with mud. I'm going by and making sure I put the mud in there to start taking up that void. 
if the area is broken out too much or the hole, if there's a hole or whatever it may be that's too, a little bit too big, just to put mud in, then I'm putting a piece of tape on it, just like I'm taping a joint. Um, that way I can get that section um, drying up because it's going to take a little bit more mud behind it with the tape and everything. So it's going to take longer to dry. So I'm trying to address those areas as much as possible so that way when I finally come back around to start doing the majority of the mudding and taping in those areas, um, it'll be dry, right? Um, but yeah, guys, I'm actually getting not too bad, I got to say. Uh, yeah, not too bad, um, but I still have a lot of work to go. But hey, at least I'm making progress. Now I'm looking in the rooms and you can see mud and tape on the walls and yeah, and so I went through one full bucket of um, drywall mud. Um, I have another six buckets left. Um, like I was saying, I believe I'm probably going to be using at least, oh yeah, at least two buckets per room. So, um, but I did go through one whole bucket already. But like I said, I'm spreading out the mud in different locations. And I'm also filling in a little bit of voids here and there. So, it, you know, I'm using up the, the mud quite a bit here and there uh let's see i'm kind of walking down the hallway here um or the porch and looking into the rooms yeah there's still tons of mudding and taping um to to do and i have let's see two four six i have six buckets of mud left so what i'm actually going to do is i'm going to go and buy a nice big bris bristle brush scrubber from home depot right now i'm, I'm actually about to leave the job site and go buy that brush. That way I can clean my knives, clean my mudding pans way faster instead of just using my finger and the knives to try to clean the pan because it's kind of getting irritating. When I did my house, I had a nice big brush to just brush the pans real clean, clean real quick. That way I could fill them back up with mud and keep going, you know? So I'm gonna go pick that up. Um, the local Home Depot finally restocked um, more buckets of mud. Um, so. If it's looking like I, I'm using at least at least two buckets per room, um, that means I need to go and pick up more buckets. So let's see, two, two, four, six, eight, ten, and I still have a suspicion I'm gonna go over ten buckets. So I had seven total, seven, eight, nine, ten. I need to go buy three more buckets right now when I go and buy the brush. Um, let's see, oh, I definitely need to go buy more tape. Um, the paper tape. Uh, let's see. The first roll is uh, almost done. It's still got a little bit left on it, but almost done. I have one more full roll. Or do I have... How many do I have? Let's see. Or I did have it someplace. Let's see. I have... I didn't know exactly how much um, tape I was going to actually have to use. Oh, yeah. So, I still have um, three rolls. Um, and these rolls are 250 feet. Now, you can buy rolls that are 500 feet. Sure. Um, but they, they're so big that if you're doing it by hand like I am, um, it gets a little complicated because the roll is so big. And then sometimes you drop the roll, then you waste tape. Um, so I like the the 250 foot rolls. They're just a little bit easier to handle. Um, so I have one, two, three, and it's looking like it's probably gonna take two rolls 
per room too. So another 10. So let's see, I need another seven, seven rolls of tape, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to go and uh, buy more rolls of tape because I definitely need it. Um, I'm using um, a four-inch knife, um, a six-inch knife, and a 14-inch knife for the mudding and taping. I'm using the four-inch um, uh, knife to scoop the mud out of the bucket, um, scrape things off, or if I'm just doing like the, the screw holes, I'll use the small knife. But when I put the tape on and stuff, I'm using the six-inch knife first. And then when I come back over to put a skin coat on, I'm using the 14-inch knife. Um, that way I can start feathering things out and have a wider band of mud. Um, but yeah, it's a tedious, guys. Like, to be honest with you guys, it's absolutely tedious. I mean, I'm glad I'm feeling a little bit better about doing the mudding and taping, but it still doesn't take away from your hands cramping. Like, this is not what I do for a living, so um, my hands are extremely um, cramping up. Because here's the thing, guys, I'm pretty much doing it by myself, right? I don't really have any helpers helping me. Um, and I decided not to hire the boy, the guy, boy, guy, um, you know, person <laughs> um, that was working for me that I pretty much laid off. Um, I thought about it and I told myself that he was just getting too lazy. He didn't want to do what I told him to do. And so um, I made that decision that I just don't want to hire him anymore. Um, so that that's over. So the rest of the project is pretty much going to be me. Um, I am actually looking for someone right now to, because he, he, I have so much mudding and taping and sanding to do. Um, if I can find someone to build a set of stairs for me, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I'm looking to see if I can find someone to build a set of stairs. That way, that's one less thing I have to do while I can continue working inside the units. Because as soon as the inside of the units are done, we can move everything in, right? Flooring, start doing flooring baseboards start putting toilets in cabinets beds you know dressers and tables and chairs and you know that's all finished stuff at that point so the sooner i can get the inside of these um units done the sooner we can start moving all this stuff i have piled up on the porch um into the units and start assembling the units um so i am currently looking around for a um person to build stairs what I did was I actually put an ad on Craigslist um, looking for um, anyone that has experience with carpentry, building, framing, and building stairs, right? Uh, so, and then there was also some guys on there advertising, um, you know, they're looking for work, you know, as far as their skill, uh, skill trade, um, you know, they do carpentry and, you know, so forth. And um, so I reached out to two of them. And one guy said that he picked up a union job or something like that. And he said he appreciates me reaching out to him, but he's going to be um, stuck on that project for a little while. I don't know if that's true or not. I could care less. The other person, um, I actually asked him if he would come out and give me a hand mudding and taping. And he was, he, was, he was very honest. He said, just to be very honest, mudding, taping, and texturing is definitely something I'm not good at. I can frame, I can build. But mudding and taping and, and all that is definitely not something I'm good at. And so I'm glad that he was honest with me. I said, okay, no problem. Thank you. So then um, I just messaged him back right before I made this podcast. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, by the way, I, I remember your ad said that you do carpentry work and stairs. So what I did was I said, hey, how much can you build a set of stairs for me? And how much would you charge? 
and I said if you have to come out and take a look at the job site no problem let me know so I'm kind of waiting for him to get back to me on the building of the stairs project that way I can continue working on the inside of the units so but yeah we're definitely um making some steps forward here guys but if I can hire somebody to you know do some things here and there like the building up the stairs that'll save me a lot of time and headache um, just because I have so much mudding and taping to do and then I still have to sand all of this you know so a lot of work for me and I, and I don't blame the guy saying that he's not good at it because here's the thing I'm not good at doing it either but I have to do it to get it done so that's where we're at but I have to say it is looking pretty good yeah I do have to say it is looking pretty good guys <laughs> oh man Oh my goodness. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the update. Oh, the water catchment tank has been set up now, obviously. If you guys have been following along the podcast, um, I'm waiting for rain this whole time. But I've been working on this project now for three, three and a half months. Three months and two weeks, technically, now. And it's been raining pretty much nonstop every day. <laughs> well, after I set up a water catchment tank, it don't want to rain. <laughs> what's the odds of that right um so like i said there's probably about one inch of water in the tank right now just from the little bit of rain that we had um, but i'm waiting for a nice downpour that way we can really kick this tank off because what happens is the reason i wanted to try to get the water catchment tank going so early was so that way we could start filling up this 10,500 gallon tank that way when it comes time to start um letting the renters come in we'd have water available already right because it does take time to fill so now with that said if we're if this is the weather that we're going to be facing going forward with barely any rain then that means i'm going to have to pay for a water <laughs> i can't believe i'm going to say this i'm going to have to pay for a water truck to come in and fill the tank so between now and the end of the month um i'm hoping that we have enough rain just to get it all filled up and going because it's funny because there'd be like maybe one or two days with no rain and then just one day that it just downpours and floods you know so i need one of those days right now to kind of get this tank full because i do have a huge catchment system the roof line on this place is massive so it'll fill it pretty quick if we can just get enough rain to come in but worst case scenario is um it's going to cost me about 150 to 180 dollars um to fill this tank which is still cheap you know what i mean that's a drop in the bucket compared to everything else i'm doing here so worst case scenario is for whatever reason if there's not enough water initially when we get ready to start renting everything then what i'll do is i'll just pay for the water truck to come in and fill the tank up just to get things moving you know and then from there we'll rely on nature to supply the rest now if there's times where the water catchment tank gets too low and we need more water well i can easily call the water tanker truck in and they can fill it up and it's you know really not that expensive 150 to 180 dollars to fill up 10,500 gallons of water that's not bad at all you know that's pretty cheap um so but yeah it, uh, here's the thing though if i am actually um filling this tank with a water tanker guess what everyone else will be too because you know that's the same scenario there's like 90 percent of all the homes out here and we're talking hundreds of thousands of homes that all run on water catchment systems like this so yeah we'll see what happens i do have until the end of the month and i'm sure I'm de- we're definitely going to get some rain between now and then um just how much is the question right because we're basically coming out of winter going into spring now and um yeah we'll see what happens 
Um, I do know from my talking with people out here, there's usually about one or two months where there's really not so much rain. Um, and then after that, it just starts raining again like crazy. Um, so we'll see what happens. So anyway, guys, I am going to jump in my truck and head to the Home Depot and pick up more supplies and then come back to the project and keep working. That's all I can do at this point. Keep your head up, guys, and I'll see you guys on the next one.